Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Coaches Show. My host, Bobby Bear, along with Saints head coach Dennis Allen. And coach, tough loss and no way other way to look at it uh, leading into the fourth quarter. Uh, watch the film today. Watch the clips. It's been 24 hours, I guess, overall. You, you, your message to the team to, to put this one behind you as fast as possible. Yeah, well, I think the biggest thing is is that when you have a team down like that, like we did, we got to we got to be able to close those things out. And I thought, you know, there's just some things in terms of, you know, kind of some intensive detail stuff that we've got to be better at. Um, and uh, you know, look, when you when you when you give a team life and give them an opportunity, they they have a chance to come back. Oh, uh, Coach Allen, uh, what is your take on this? Because you know, when you break it down, you look at explosive plays, chunk plays. But I thought it was an interesting, sta- interesting statement what you made. Too many explosive penalties down the field, which I thought ended up costing us the game. Uh, I think that is right on because how the officials are going to call it, it's one-on-one. The quarterback might throw a jump ball. And they say, yeah, well, we're we going to attack uh, Yadam or, uh, you know, Alante Taylor. But uh, what was your overall take? I want you to comment on that. And taking that approach, because all of a sudden, even though they're not completing passes, you, you look how those penalties and the yards they were able to gain. But what was your take on Alante Taylor? Because he made a lot of plays, and they were going after him. You look at Jordan Howard, Howland and uh, Isaac Yadam in there, and not having Paulson, Debo, and Marcus May. Now, all teams are dealing with injuries, but it seems like they were going after those individuals, especially trying to make a comeback. Yeah, look, I I think their game plan from the beginning of the game was, you know, be able to run the ball, quick passing game, uh, and then take shots down the field. And, um, you know, we made a lot of plays on the football. Um, I think we had 13 passes defensed uh, in that game. So there's a lot of a lot of plays that we made. And obviously there was two critical uh, pass interference penalties that, you know, ended up being pr- kind of the difference in the game. And, and you know, it's unfortunate because – I thought both those two players actually did a lot of good things in the game, uh, but that but those penalties were were costly. And look, I I don't know that I totally agree uh, with the call, but yet that's uh, that's kind of the nature of the business. And so um, you know we got to learn from it, we got to grow from it, and we got to be better. Now, Coach Allen, I think you would take this if you could tell me that every game, uh, I don't know, we'd have a, a pick six or a scoop and score, we run back a punt for a touchdown and you plus one in the turnover margin, uh, I think you would say, well, hell yeah, we're going to win the game. 
So that had to be discouraging considering you had a punt return for a touchdown and you plus one in a turnover margin and not being able to come out on top. And then you throw in there, uh, boy, we have the leads. We're shutting them out 17 to zero with 12 minutes left. I mean, it, it was almost like shell shock considering what happened. It hadn't happened since Snake Stabler. I know Coach Allen, you're old enough. Kenny Stabler in 1984, the last time that kind of comeback occurred. Yeah, well, look, it's certainly it wasn't our best quarter of football. Um, and uh, but look, we 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 got to we got to swallow it. We got to own it. Uh, we got to get better from it. Um, and so uh, we'll do that. We'll make whatever corrections that that it is that we need to make. And look, at the end of the day, we we've got to. Uh, you know, we've got to be able to maintain possession offensively. We've got to be able to get off the field uh, defensively. I thought one of the key factors in the game was, uh, you know, third down. We didn't do a good enough job on third down getting off the field. Um, and that allowed to, you know, to some extended drives and, and uh, you know, had, had us out there defensively playing, you know, a few more plays than we needed to play. Coach, you talked to the media this afternoon. If you can, just update the fans along the network, uh, what you can about Derek Carr and just kind of where things stand today, Monday. Yeah. Um, look, just like I, I said to the media today, I mean, he suffered an AC sprain, um, it, which is, 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 uh, you know, much better outcome than, than what it could have been. Um, you know, those are, those are kind of some, you know, painful injuries and, and, um, you know, it's really about his ability to um, get the motion, you know, in his in his throwing shoulder, um, and and his ability to kind of, you know, manage the pain. And so, uh, there's no set timetable on that in terms of when he can be back and return. The good news is is that he felt a lot better this morning. Um, you know, and and look at Derek's mindset is uh, getting ready to play. So. We'll see how he goes this week. We'll evaluate it as, as the week goes on and, and uh, you know, see what he's able to do. And if he's able to, to function uh, and play at a level that, that we need him to play at for our team to be successful, then he'll be out there. Um, and, and if not, then, um, you know, Jameis will get an opportunity. And, you know, Coach Allen, talking about Jameis' opportunity, um, uh, I know you have confidence in him or he wouldn't be on the roster. He's won six of his ten starts the past two years, uh, so that's encouraging uh, when you look at that. And then exactly like you were saying on third down, uh, I'm looking at like flip the script. What happened this game was what we were able to do defensively and what we were able to do offensively. Like, uh, for instance, we only converted 4 of 14, 29%, and we gave up 8 of 18, 44%. Well, that's what we did in the first two games, so we've got to get back to that. But uh, the point being, uh, with Jameis right now, and again, he's an experienced NFL quarterback, is it a case in point that maybe, okay, Jameis is the guy right now, short term, whatever it might be, would you still utilize and Taysom Hill the same way, whether it be Derek Carr or Jameis Winston at quarterback? Yeah, look, you're asking me, you know, does the plan for Taysom change in terms of what we're doing with him? And I don't think the plan uh, really changes for him. Um, you know, he was, he was actually a big part of that game plan this past week. There was about four runs in the game that, you know, he had an opportunity to, to, to 
pull the ball and keep the ball, but yet the read told him to hand it off. And I thought I thought a lot of those runs were effective. And so we'll continue continue to utilize him and find ways to uh, to get him involved. Um, and when we did hand it to him, I thought not hand it to him, but when we did have some just true quarterback run plays, I thought those were effective. This is the Saints Coaches Show. Bobby Bear, Mike Austin, Saints head coach Dennis Allen. We will step aside, take a break. More with Coach Allen on the back end on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Welcome back. It is the Saints Coaches Show. Bobby Hebert at the Silver Slipper and also Saints Head Coach Dennis Allen on the line. And Coach Allen, you, you talk about third down, uh, 4-14, and my math can be wrong, off, often is, but I think of your of your first downs, you had 24 runs, 20, uh, 12 passes, 12 runs. Uh, how much of the message this week because it, it you know will be about winning first down because it certainly probably impacted your third down percentage yeah well look we found ourselves in, in a lot of third and longer um, situations or even some second and longer situations some of those due to a couple of penalties which put us behind the sticks a little bit um, and you know we faced a lot of you know third and nine third and ten situations and, and we weren't able to convert on those on those plays and so being more effective on first and second down, getting ourselves into a lot more third and manageable situations, I think can certainly help that. Now, uh, Coach Allen, looking at Rashid Shaheed's 76-yard punt return, outstanding. Now, fans have asked me uh, throughout the day, Bobby, I asked Coach Allen why we didn't get the ball in Rashid Shaheed's hands more. I mean, he had two targets, zero catches. You would think at least... Maybe he'd be targeted, uh, targeted a handful or half a dozen times, uh, but only two targets. Now, I know the three-headed monster with Alave, Michael Thomas, and Shahid. Uh, Alave, 104 yards on eight catches. Mike Thomas, I think that's where he's at right now, six catches, 50 yards. But why Rashid Shahid was not more involved and, and only two targets? It, it, it seems like that, that kind of playmaker, we got to figure out how to get his hands on the ball. Yeah, certainly we'd like to get the ball in the hands of all our playmakers. Um, you know, and unfortunately there's only one ball on the field. And, and um, uh, you know, in this particular game, Alave got the bulk of the, of, of the targets along with, along with Mike. Um, you know, I think there's a few plays that were, you know, intended to get the ball to Shahid and for whatever reason, coverage or whatever the case may be, the ball wasn't able to go there. So, um you know, it's certainly something, look, we're aware of the playmakers that we have, and we're trying to get the ball to all of them as much as we possibly can. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, um, to give up 12 sacks in three games, uh, that's not good. And, you know, uh, everyone's to say, oh, offensive line sucks, or, you know, they're really struggling. But I think uh, the quarterback can help out the offensive line. As far as checkdowns, I'm even looking at the replay, and that, no, it's, it happens fast. Uh, but even if you look at Derek Carr getting hurt, I know he's trying to look through it uh, further down the field, maybe a chunk play on the left side, but the tight ends uh, open on the right. It's only been, been like an eight-yard dump-off. 
So uh, uh, when you and Coach Carmichael talk, then y'all break it down. Do y'all take that into account that the quarterback can make the offensive line better uh, by just uh, knowing where those outlets are and not taking sacks? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's all it's all it's all uh, being factored into into account, you know. And and so uh, you know, on that particular play, that was one. But you know, I thought we held the ball a little bit too long on that particular play, and the and the others, I thought we got beat quick. So I think you know our ability to get into our routes, win our win our one on ones early in the down, our ability to protect and let the quarterback get through his reads, and then the quarterback understanding you know the timing. Uh, in the rhythm of the passing game, and be able to be able to get the ball out uh, quickly when he when he needs to. And so, um, you know, that's cer- that's certainly something that we've got to improve. And you're right, uh, 12 sacks in three games is unacceptable, uh, and we've got to be better in that area. Coach, can you talk about the the final drive uh, after the the big pass and really uh, either either getting groupy into different field position or better field position? But it was something that happened at Tennessee against Tennessee and at Carolina. And that was playing to win. You played to win. Uh, and so on that, the second down, the pass to Olave, that was incomplete, same type of, of emotion and feeling there. Just play. We're not, you know, it's not just about setting groupie up, just playing to win. No, yeah, certainly we were, we were, we were playing to win. And, and, and I think Jameis had to get rid of that ball just a tick before uh, he was ready uh, if he could have held it just a half account longer, I think, you know, we'd have had a completion uh, and, and been about, you know, 10 to 15 yards closer. Uh, and then the game changes when you get into that position in terms of how you manage the last few plays of the game. We'd have been, you know, first and 10 and, and, and probably making them utilize some timeouts and we're a little bit closer to field goal range. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, looking at uh, obviously, because uh, fans have asked me this, it seems – like, I don't know, how did they decide all of a sudden it looks like uh, coming out of uh, training camp in preseason that the first couple of games we were pretty disciplined uh, with penalties? And then all of a sudden, uh, I don't know, was it a flag-happy crew? They ended up throwing 18 flags. And to me, it ended up being a push, you know, nine penalties or more, 100 yards. We're looking at Green Bay, that 11 penalties. We had seven, but for 102 yards. How, how can you have that discrepancy where in one game they might call five or six penalties, and the next game they call on like 18. I mean, is it just based on the crew or, or what when you evaluate that? Yeah, look, I, I, it's, it's, it's hard to tell. I mean, um, certainly 18 penalties in one game is a lot of penalties to call. Uh, so obviously this was a crew that was calling everything kind of tight to the vest. Um, and yet I feel like there was a few calls that, that um, you know, probably – that they that probably could have made that they didn't, you know, and that's just part of that's part of the game. And so you got to play the game that's that's laid out before you. Obviously, this was a crew that was calling a lot of penalties, and um, you know, look, sometimes penalties happen, but the but the big ones, you know, are those those big penalties down the field. Obviously, uh, there's a lot of yards that are involved in that, and typically uh, those end up leading to scores. Uh, and then obviously we had a couple of penalties offensively that. Uh, you know, put us in some longer yarded situations. So it's something we got to get cleaned up. Coach Alvin's suspension over. Was he? Is he back at the facility today? I mean, is he back with with the team? Yeah, he's back in the building and ready to go. And 
you know, I mean, are you, are you allowed to even ask, like, what what he was able to do, stay conditioning-wise? I mean, what was his three weeks like? Look, Alvin Alvin does a great job of keeping himself in condition. That was the least of my worries. Right. Uh, I knew that, you know, when he got back in here, he'd be, he'd be ready to go, and I'm excited about having him back. Well, I know the Saints fans are as well when Tampa Bay comes to town noon on Sunday. We'll take a break. Another segment with Saints head coach Dennis Allen. This is the Saints Coaches Show, along with Bobby Bear on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back. The 2-1 Saints against Tampa Bay. Tampa playing Philly as we speak. So one of those teams will, unless there's a tie, will get their first loss. Coach Dennis Allen, along with Bobby Bear at the Silver Slipper. And Coach, earlier today you said it would be a tough, demanding week of practice and also tough corrections uh, can, is it, what does that mean exactly? Well, look, I, I just don't think we executed like we're capable of executing. Um, and so, uh, you know, we've got to own that. Uh, we've got to recognize the things that we didn't do well. Um, and we've got to, we've got to be able to, to, to get those things fixed. And so, um, you know, anytime you lose a game like that, um, you know, there's a lot of factors that go involved in that and, 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 uh, we have to own our part of that, and 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 certainly our guys came in today. Um, you know, we had to have a little bit of thick skin, and and we made the corrections that we need to make. And we got to go out this week and have a have a hell of a week of practice to get ready for a divisional opponent coming in here to our house. Now, uh, Coach Allen, you know, uh, listen, the Green Bay had a number of players that were out that they're counting on household names. Uh, Look, uh, we were dealing with the Marcus May uh, suspension. And then uh, Paulson Adebo, all of a sudden, now he's out. But what was your overall take when you watched the film? I think you kind of mentioned it previously. But I think uh, Yadam uh, with four passes defended. Uh, but what was the play of, like, Alani Johnson Jr., uh, Jordan Houghton, and then uh, Yadam uh, overall? I'm looking at Alani Johnson coming up with that interception. But it seems like... Uh, they even Jordan Howland, considering uh, his first uh, NFL start, that they were pretty damn good. Yeah, I thought I thought those guys did a good job of stepping up in the absence of uh, Adebo and Marcus May, and and I thought both those those guys played played well in the game. Obviously, Lonnie had the interception, uh, but you know I thought Jordan was was really solid in what he did in terms of uh, being in the right spots. Um, and, and so, look, when somebody goes down, whether it be, you know, because of a suspension or, or an injury or whatever the case may be, other guys have to step up. It's an opportunity for, ever, for other players. And I thought both those guys stepped up and played well. Now, uh, Coach Allen, I don't know what's going to happen uh, tonight as the game is uh, transpiring right now. Uh, the Eagles at Tampa Bay on Monday Night Football, but – uh, boy, I, I, I was wrong about this. I thought Baker Mayfield said, I don't, know, I don't know if he'll have success at Tampa. But looking at the first two weeks, he's played turnover free ball. 
through those two games, uh, helping the Bucks to two and zero start. His quarterback rating is 104 and a half, the highest of his career now at this point in the season. Small sample size, but this would caught my attention. This is unbelievable. On third down, he's 20 of 23 passes, 87 percent, over 200 yards, and a couple of touchdowns. That's pretty damn impressive on third down. It seems like maybe right now that Baker Mayfield, I don't know what's going to happen with the Eagles tonight, but he's kind of um, all of a sudden, uh, you know, he got new life uh, being in Tampa. Yeah, look, he's played well. Um, you know, I'm just watching him uh, play right now and, and, and uh, you know, watching the first couple of games. He's, he's been highly effective. He's throwing the ball well. He had some explosive plays in that Chicago game down the field to Mike Evans, as well as, you know, some shorter passes that, that Mike Evans had some run after catch. I think he's protected the ball. He's made good decisions. Um, and I think they've done a pretty good job of protecting him. So, um, you know, he's playing really well for them offensively. Coach, can you talk a little bit about Lou Headley? He had those two solid punts where inside one was the 10 and one was the 5 just bounced up like a – like a sand wedge, but the way he kicks it, and I think you explained this before, it's that the ball doesn't come off kind of normal as a pretty spiral, and the, the defender, the returner, kind of has to make a decision. Is he going to try to catch this low ball in the air, let it bounce, and kind of talk about really the, the philosophy behind the Headley punt? Yeah, well, I think the one thing that the way that he kicks the ball, um, you know, he's able to – give the illusion that he's kicking one way and actually kick it the other way. And so it, it, it creates some, some challenges for the returner back there uh, in terms of, one, locating where the ball is going to be prior to the kick. Uh, and then, two, you know, the, that style of punt is, is, is more difficult to, to catch than, than the normal spiral punt. And, you know, ultimately what we're trying to do is eliminate return yards by being able to punt it that way. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, uh, what are we going to do with, uh, with the rushing game? Uh, you might say, well, Alvin Kamara's coming back. Uh, but it still starts up front. I mean, uh, whether it's Kendry Miller, Tony Jones Jr., even Taysom. Now, uh, Taysom's a little different uh, considering the QB power and all those type of plays. But where can we get where we're averaging over four yards a carry? What I mean by that, and you were a part of this, or you know Saints history, especially post-Katrina, that when we've really rolled offensively, Pete Carmichael knows this, we've been able to run the ball and have a top-10 rushing attack. That whether it be to a Super Bowl year, 2011, or, or, or even recently, that uh, it's a quarterback's best friend if you can run the ball. So why do you think when you look at the film, we haven't been able to run as well as you would like? Yeah, I, I think it starts with look. We're we're doing a good good job of identifying where we're going. Uh, we just hadn't done a good enough job of getting to those spots. So, you know, our landmarks, our tracks, those things are, are things that have to have to get better. And you're exactly right. Our best offense is around here, and I've been here since uh, you know 2006. Our best offenses are offenses that. Although we've been highly explosive and really good in the passing game, we've been able to be balanced and, and, and we've been able to run the ball really effectively. And so that's something that we're continuing to work on. Uh, we'll get better at that as the year goes on, but we, but we need to get better at that because that's a, that's a big part of what we do offensively. 
Well, Coach, home games, kind of a premium early on. You had Tennessee in September, Tampa in October, and then just Jacksonville and Chicago, really, I mean, just four home games until December. Uh, two and one, best of luck on Sunday against the Buccaneers, and get back on the winning track. We appreciate your time. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.